Good morning, happy people. I pray that you have woke up this morning and that you are in expectancy of God to do something great in your life. Now, I'm not speaking about anything materialistic. No, I'm speaking about him doing something greater in your life that far exceeds the value of material things. That is giving you, giving me a kingdom mindset. That is asking him to help us to be developed in the fruit of the spirit so that we are not so easily overtaken by the cares and the stresses and the griefs and the woes of life. Because you know what? That is, we need to be reminded of what the word says. And that is that the enemy is, he's going around and he is looking for someone to devour. And that doesn't always just mean taking you literally off the face of the planet by means of death. He could be look well, he is looking to destroy your vine, your connection between you and Christ. And <clears throat> you can be so easily taken away from God, out of God's plan, out of God's perfect, out of his will for you at that very moment by just a word that you speak by just a look that you give. And once you begin to act outside of the character of God, it is not so easy to get it's not so easy to get back on the right it to get back in the right mindset is what I'm trying to say. So whenever you are given the opportunity to do something different outside of what you normally do, how you would normally react, how you would normally deal with a particular person. Do it. When God, we always say, God change me. God, I want to be like you. God, I want to please you. But then when the rubber meets the road, we do the exact same thing that we did before. Why? Because we haven't asked God for the fruit of the spirit. We haven't asked him and keep asking him and keep going back to him and asking him. We have not taken those opportunities when we could have said something different or when we could have not said something. We don't take those opportunities and those moments when we can allow the light of Jesus Christ to shine through us, to reflect so that people can see, you know what? He's a changed individual. She's changed. You know, that must have been God because she didn't reach way back and cuss him out. She didn't reach way back. She didn't go way back and tell him something about his mama and his daddy and, and this and that. No. But what we what we do is we operate in the same mindset from the same place that we were that is keeping us that moment is just another brick that's building up a wall that is between you and God and you may say oh I have been this way all my life well you know what I was born hard oh but you know what my mama was like this my daddy was like this and they may have lived all their life all their lives and went to the grave just like that but don't you want to be something greater in Christ? Don't you want to do something greater for Christ? 
we have to begin to break these generational curses because that's where it comes from. It's a generational curse of poverty, a generational curse of lying, a generational curse of fornication, of adultery, of shacking up, been there, done that. And it did not, it did not turn out well for me. But I thank God that he gave me such a spirit of conviction, a spirit of conviction. Now, did it convict me to stop it? No, it didn't. But I thank him for his grace. And so now his grace has afforded me the strength and the power to tell people, if you don't shack up, don't do it. Don't do it. There are many other ways and many other opportunities that God gives us to do things the right way. But because we've seen the format of family members, of friends growing up and doing the same thing. And well, they did it for 20 years and, and you know, they did it. So what you're really saying is you're willing to burn in hell because everybody else is doing it. Everybody else did it. Don't you want to be something greater? Don't you want to do something greater? And I always say that it's not just the normal things that we think that, you know, sin is in our lives, fornication, adultery. It's not always sex. It's overeating. It's overindulging. That is something that I struggle with. So you know what? Now I thank God that when I go to get that that 30 second piece of pizza, now, I'm not eating 32 pieces of pizza. I'm just saying. But when I go to get that third slice of pizza, God will say, don't you want to save one for tomorrow? Or when we have something at work and it's plenty leftovers, God will say, don't you want to save something for somebody else? When it's a sale at Dillard's and it's only 10 left on the table of whatever it may be, socks, you know, uh, pairs of pants. And I want to buy all of them. God will say, don't you want to leave a couple of pair for somebody else? Because when, when you struggle with gluttony, just in eating, it's not just in eating. It flows over into other areas of your life. So those are things that so easily, they so easily keep us from being as close to Christ as he will want us to be. And you may say, well, Keisha, nobody's perfect. We have ran that in the ground until there is no more ground left to run it in. We have used that until we cannot use it anymore. That is not the point that, well, nobody's perfect. That's not the point. The point that Christ wants us to know is that he does not want any of us to perish. He wants us to repent. He wants us to seek him with our whole hearts and he wants us to change and not live like our forefathers did because there is a day of reckoning and there is a day when we are going to have to give an account of everything that we've said and done every lifestyle that we have lived we're going to have to give an account of it so when you have the opportunity to do better do better and when you do it you might be shaken while you do it. You might be hesitant while you're doing it. You might think, oh, I can't do this, but just keep doing it. Just keep striving. Just keep reaching towards that higher mark, that higher calling in Christ Jesus. Just keep reaching for it. And then one day you'll wake up and you'll say, 
I, you know, I don't even battle with that anymore. I don't even struggle because you have, you have began to strive and practice better habits that give God glory in your lifestyle, on your job, with your children, every area of our lives, we need to submit to Christ and ask him to renew in us a right spirit and creating us a clean and a pure heart. So I hope I've said something that will bless you to change, that will bless you on your road to change. I hope that I've said something that that has made you say, you know, I need to, I've been struggling with this a long time. God help me because I don't want to be like everybody else. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. I want heaven to be my home and not hell. And it is just that serious. It is just that serious. So surrender your life to Christ. If you've backslidden, come on back over to the other side. Don't linger over there. Come on back over. God is waiting. But when you come back, don't come back proud and arrogant. Come back humbly, willing, willing to sit at the back. You don't have to be rushed to the front. Come on back to the Lord so he can build you back up, renewing you a right spirit, creating you a clean and a pure heart. I love you. And until next time, bye-bye.